0: Okay, Brad. I think we're going. All right. Well, we uh, we are back at back it. Back at it. We took a few weeks off. A couple weeks off. A couple weeks off. Cause <laughs> you got to be in the mood to talk. Yeah, and have a and, good conversation.
1: Well, it's been very busy around here too. Yeah. We got a we got a lot going on. Got a got one pregnant, ready to roll. I Ooh, think. She look uh, big. Yeah, yeah she has. She's. She's close and, and due December 6th, but who knows? She looks closer. Anyways, uh, my oldest yeah. getting married or my youngest getting married. So, you know, on, on this property. So we're trying to get it ready for her and and uh, just a ton of stuff going on. So um, we're in the midst of Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Yeah. That's of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. And here. then Thanksgiving to Christmas to a wedding, you know. So the first of the year, about the first of the year, I'm hoping I can start kind of. Slowing down a little bit, at least in my personal life, and you know, I'm I know that that's a hot, that's a very hot time for baseball to kick up and lessons and right. things like that. So uh, you know, it's going to be hard to slow that down. But but uh, all the other, other extracurricular stuff, yeah, will solid. be behind us. At it's that that extra stuff that you have to figure out. Okay, when am I
0: going to have time to do what I have to do every single day, and then get this, all this other stuff done that's popped up? That is that is extra. So yeah, yeah. it makes it feel like you just Going nonstop.
1: It is nonstop. So it makes yeah, it a little oh consuming. That's, a, that's exactly what we've been doing is just picking a task. Like here's yeah. here's what we gotta do today, and we go and we do it. And then of course I do lessons later in the evening, but yeah. We're making progress. I think we're doing all right. That's and good. uh, you know, looks like we're getting ready to start getting into some serious fall, early winter. Yeah, it's getting cold. That's
0: for sure. A lot of moisture today, a little bit colder and it'd be snowing.
1: Yeah, it sure would. It wouldn't yeah. take
0: too much. We would have snow
1: and then uh we'll get to go to Kansas City tomorrow.
0: Yeah. We gotta mm-hmm. drive and it's not terrible weather. We gotta
1: drive up there for a funeral. That's mm-hmm. not, not my Annie Joe. Annie jo. I, uh, my dad's brother's name was Dwight, and his wife yeah. was named Annie Joe, and she notorious for making the best chocolate chip cookies on the face of the earth. Yeah. And for being probably the kindest person on the face,
0: super, face of the earth. Jesus super. It was awesome that we were able to, she was able to get together with family mm-hmm. the last, with, with this part of the family, you guys down here with uh, Seth's wedding and and then the uh, little thing you guys had for your dad. So we got to
1: see her twice in the last few months. Yeah. And, and she was as ever. It just, is, yeah, I mean, that's, she was just, uh, she was for a long time in like an assisted living and, yeah. and, you know, has had a couple of procedures done and I think she just finally got to the place where she says, I'm not doing this anymore. She was a nurse too, her yeah. whole life. And so she was with, uh, living with our cousin Kathy and, and, mm-hmm. at, and she started struggling a little bit and she said, I'm not, I don't want to go back to the hospital, just call hospice and yeah. I want to. Be right here, and they can monitor whatever I'm dealing with. And, yeah. And that, that was her choice, and and she she passed away. So Yeah, 90 years old. Yeah. We're going to go to her funeral tomorrow, yeah. and we're going to sing at well, the funeral.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very short. Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot
1: to it when the saints go marching in. When the saints go marching in. So it's going to be a little yeah. more of a party instead of a yeah somber, sad. Well, from the the little bit that I
0: was around her. That's, I think, how she imagines going to heaven. Period. This is yeah. this is a, a, a joyous occasion, folks. It, it merits a celebration. It merits that's right. that. That's the way a lot of my grandmother kind of was that way. And I know, you know, my mother's talked many a times. Don't you have a funeral for me? You guys have a <laughs> stinking party. Have a party. You that's better right. have a party because I'm going to be in a better place, and you, sorry suckers, are stuck here. Yeah, that's right. So, and that's a good perspective. I mean, a lot of us. Um, probably don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about it every day uh, or very often. Cause it, it, one, it can be kind of morbid if you think about your death a lot. But if you think about the, the your destination, that's what we ought to be thinking yeah. about. Right. Where are you going? Are you're, are you prepared to go? Are you doing <laughs> what you need to
1: do to be able to punch that ticket to get there? Yeah. I, right? I, I think obviously, you know, our perspective is eternal and, yeah. One one place or the other, it's it's one or the other, and and um, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I I really enjoy my mortality or, or my 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 time here, here. on this earth. Yeah. I've, I've I just, think we're I've, supposed to, and I just recognize my mortality yeah. as I've gotten older. I guess yeah, I don't enjoy it, it my mortality, <laughs> but but nevertheless, you recognize that it it you know you start counting down, like like I, I know it's not forever, yeah. Right, seventy-five years old. I don't know what the, but that's that's realistic. Uh, like a, yeah. a pretty pretty natural Average, age for people to kind of kind of die. And I'm fifty-five. That's you know, so I left. mean that's twenty years and and uh, blip of an eye. Yeah. I can tell you because uh, you know Oof. twenty years ago. Um, you know, especially with your children and stuff, it just seems like, it seems like yesterday. It does. I mean,
0: I know. I mean, I remember, you know, Brandy and I have only been married 21 years. Right. So, I mean, I just got to, you know, meet you 22 years ago as part of, you know, being part of Brandy's life. It doesn't seem very long ago, does it? Boom. Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of stupid stuff in those 20 something (laughs) years, but not a ton at the same time. I mean, it's been, it's went by very quick. So yeah. a lot of good memories, a lot of bad stuff going on in those 20 years. But, you know, we all, you getting ready to have a kid, have a kid. I've had two kids oh, yeah. that have had the kids. So that yeah. experience, well, and a third one, Brittany's, mm-hmm, you know, been pregnant. pregnant so too, that's right. So, so you got another one on the way, another yeah, grand. Which I know we've talked Baby. about a lot. But, I mean, it's just something that you can't talk about your family enough. So we probably talk about them all the time. Well, uh, as we're recording
1: these things and that's they, okay. they're probably the only ones listening. So I don't matter. even know if some of them listen, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't it, matter. Our goal, our goal, it's not even a goal. Our, you know, our purpose is just to share, you know, and, yeah. and, um, uh, especially, and especially biblical perspective because, yeah. you know, people need to hear that. And so I don't mind, you know, yeah, who, no, who, we who had, wants to listen, that's their business.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to bring this, um bring this down any somberness. I mean, I know we just talked about your Auntie Jo passed Sunday a week ago today, right? Wasn't that what it was? Correct. I think it was a week ago today. Well, and then a couple days after that, I mean, I had, uh, my niece passed away and she'd been Mm -hmm. struggling. And I think this is something good to talk about for other, for other reasons. She struggled with substance abuse for
1: majority of her
0: life. I mean, she was only 28 years old. She had just turned 28 in October and the last, it was almost three years. I think she struggled because her kidneys. She was in kidney failure and trying to do some some dialysis, but she wouldn't consistently do dialysis, and she just couldn't shake that that demon of drug yeah. a drug addiction <clears> and so doing hard, lots of things. And so hard to understand that. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I I've seen something this last week that they were talking about drug addiction and and uh, a lot of it is just because people either feel isolated from a situation or from people either physically or emotionally isolated and the tendency for them to do something that makes them not feel certain ways is is higher when they when they don't have that family um the consistent um day-to-day right. you know community Right. you don't and, have uh, a good community, a good family base. Well, the, the yeah. tendency I mean people in a great family still do drugs. I don't don't take me wrong because we both Damn. know yeah. that that happens. We've seen that too. Um, but anyway, I don't, I don't need to get into that. I'm not a doctor, psychiatrist, psychologist or any of those things, but unfortunately she passed she had three kids hmm. uh, from nine down. Uh, I don't remember how young the, the youngest I think is like seven,
1: six. That um, yeah. So that's so sad. It is super sad. It's very sad. And and um, you were talking about um, her her lifetime of addiction, and yeah. we were talking about um, a, a a while ago today about the this jelly roll character. Yeah. Do you, do you oh know yeah. Jelly roll. Yeah the new yeah. a new country
0: artist yeah, i
1: guess yeah tatted up uh country artist of you know ex Hard prison times. ex yeah. prisoner um uh i you know he's got that song on The lost cause and and a mm-hmm. uh, tremendous tremendous song but yeah, um voice. he he uh he was at the uh well, CMA remember the awards or where yeah. he he received an award, and as he was talking about the reward, he was reflecting on his own life, and and he yeah. said something that it just really perked my ear up. I shared it with you. He said that yeah. the 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 excuse me the windshield is mm-hmm. larger than the rearview mirror. Yeah, and uh, I just thought that was that mm-hmm. was pretty an inter, a pretty pretty neat perspective, and you know we can go anywhere with that, but you know what does that mean to you?
0: Well, it, it it basically means, you know, that there's been stuff in your life that has been great. I mean, that's what my first thing I go to, and you don't need to spend a whole ton of time looking at it. Yeah. You need to be able to move forward, and then that's when the, wind, the windshield come in. You have a bright, huge future, uh-huh. and you need to move towards it and leave that other stuff behind in the rearview mirror. Take a look. It's back there. Right. let it go don't well, turn around
1: right and we'll keep in mind too you're driving you're driving keep you know so so we're all driving we're all moving forward or, or, or moving right could moving you imagine forward. could you imagine trying to drive down the road yeah. while looking in the rearview mirror yeah i mean you could do it for a little bit but you mm-hmm. couldn't you couldn't just do it do yeah. it around the city and stuff you would never you'd never make it you'd you're, you get stuck on that and and then the, 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 the actual fo- what's in front of you the the, yeah. the windshield starts looking foggy or blurry because yeah. you're focused on the, the the mirror heading to the rear
0: yeah. I mean it's a, it's a good analogy to to look at and go you know take that to your life and man let stuff go I mean I know sometimes it's hard because you're around people and some of your family members won't let you let things go hmm. and uh, constantly making you focus on the stuff that you've done and reminding you, just, you, you know what, it, it's, it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes, but you have to move forward and leave those behind. And uh, mm. the only time it becomes an issue is if you continually make those same mistakes over and over again.
1: And you know what would be hard, in my opinion, you know, for someone who have who has gone down the road that the the proverbial jelly roll went down when he, you know, hardened, hardened I don't know why I, 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 I have fun. what's the, I mean, when I is say his name, name it, it strikes roll. me funny. and I can't even hardly it's, take it serious when I say, but funny name, but a great story and it's and, it's, and and it's memorable. so but going yeah. down going down that road and and you've obviously made plenty of mistakes and probably yeah. hurt a lot of people and you end Sounds up go, like you had. end up going to prison for yeah. whatever reason I don't know what he did but he was in prison I don't know for And sure then you either. come out on the other side of it yeah. and you you you've had an epiphany yeah and you you changed the way you go about your life mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, you know the hardest part would be though the people that you wronged. Everybody that you yeah. did something to in the past. They're not going to let you off. Well, they hopefully they do, but I mean it's going to be on easy. their it's going to be on their terms though. Always. And it, and it yeah. should be on their terms. I mean yeah. obviously they're going to see the change in you, but it's their de- it's their decision yeah. whether or not they want to forgive you and when they want to forgive you. So yeah. that would be the hardest part is like, you know, you want you want forgiveness from all the people that you've messed up or wronged and and yeah. uh, you can't get it. You can't get it with a snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. You got to earn that. Yeah, it,
0: it takes a while. I mean, I've, um, you know, when somebody has done something like that to you, you know, you always want people. Are, well, I need an apology, and it better be, <laughs> it better come from the heart. Well, you know, that's word, sir. I don't, I don't want words. I don't, <laughs> I don't want lip service. I want just show me that you've yeah. done better. I mean, seriously, because you know, I've had family members that have gone through a lot of struggle. And they say whatever. I mean, it's just they know they what you want to hear. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what you want to hear. Can you know? Are we good now? No. Uh-huh. What I want, really, really, truly want is, and I, you know, I would be the same thing for for jelly. Uh, is improve your life, man. Get <laughs> to where show. Get your goals. Get them set. And just take o- you know take over the world, dude. Yeah. Be successful. Whether it's in that you know format, or if it's just be successful in life, which means you get up every day, you do what you're supposed to do, you stay out of trouble, yeah. quit being an idiot, and you know if you're a family guy, raise your family and do those things. That's and all when you need. don't feel
1: like it, and I've been telling ballplayers this because like, I work with yeah. a lot of those kids, you know, and I. It's telling you know, what the great ball players didn't feel like it a lot of the times. Oh. And what made them great is when they didn't feel like it they did it anyway. Yeah. And 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 that's how life works and that's why I like, like baseball is such a great uh, uh, you know yeah. analogy maker because it it's so reminiscent to life and and you know you're going to run into struggles. You're going to have struggles. Oh, nice. So how do you respond? Do you adjust or do you continue to do it the same way full well knowing that it's going to cause the same struggles that you're dealing with presently? Oh, yeah. So obviously when you when you go down that 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 place and um, you realize I think uh, there's a point where you realize and I think it hits everybody differently when you realize like I got to do something different. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't I, I can't keep doing this.
0: I really think that things are more things are more enjoyable things are better when you have to struggle to get through them because it proves to you that you're able to, and it does something to you internally that go, shoot, you know what? I did that. Look at that. You know, it's an accomplishment. And the more accomplishments that you have, the better you feel, the stronger you become. uh, And then you're able to take that next, you know, that next task because if things are just easy all the time, you know, you don't even have to work hard. Yeah. You, you become complacent and you're lazy. And he doesn't, I don't think that builds a character in you. Well, the struggle, at
1: that, the struggle at face value sometimes is daunting. You know, if, if you're, you know, I just, some unexpected occurrence in your day happens, mm-hmm. it's hard not to react to that. You know, it's hard, yeah. it's hard not to get angry when you have a plan and it, and it, and it doesn't work how you, yeah. how you expected it definitely is is a hard thing to deal with but but i think the the whole concept of that windshield versus rear view mirror thing mm-hmm. is is pretty pretty easy to see but at the yeah. same time i i just love the i love the the detail that could go along with it for instance, you know how many times have you had a dirty windshield yeah a lot. or yeah or how how many times have your windshield wipers been brutal and they just smear things they don't yeah. clear the path you know so you can take these analogies uh, you know and and make of them what you want but uh, you know just kind of kind of it's a great depiction about the fogginess of your 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 path forward of your future yeah, and if you if you don't do your due diligence, you got to fill up your windshield wiper yeah. thing with the fluid. Sure. You got to, you know, you got to change your wipers from time to time. There's work
0: that has to be done. Yeah,
1: there's things you need to do to make your path, you know, easier and more Clearer. clear. Yeah, and you know, you can go a step further and mm-hmm. talk about the car in it, itself. You know, and yeah. not just the windshield, but. But it is, it's, it's, a, it's a visual uh, visual perspective yeah. of what's down the road and, and um, you know, is it clear?
0: Well, and that's, you know, as you're driving too, think about this, that rear view mirror, especially, you know, obviously more so at night, that's my point here. But as you're driving down the road at night, you really need to focus on what's in front of you. Uh, and you, there's lots of obstacles that you may not be able to see jump out. You know, you get those deer, uh-huh. they come out of nowhere, and you really need to keep your focus. And unfortunately, a lot of times at night, when you get somebody on your tail with high beams on, it makes it difficult to stay focused on the mm-hmm. front. And then if you start focusing on the rearview mirror, that Vehicle yeah. behind you is going to blind you from where you're going because those lights are so bright. They hit you in the side mirrors or the rear view, whatever. Right. So again, that's kind of the same. You know, you got to don't focus on that stuff back there. You need to be paying attention to driving 65 miles an hour down the right. road or something, you know? So right. there's a, there's a lot of that, but that, what you're, what I was talking about earlier too, i kind of, it just popped in my head. I heard this the other day as we we're talking about things being difficult and a journey as you're moving forward and I think it's biblical. It goes back to God calling Abr- Abram. Abraham. From him. Yeah, well, Abram and then Abraham, uh-huh. right? And uh, he called him from a very comfortable place to go on a journey. Hey, I, I, there's land for you. I uh-huh. want to give you into your ancestor, you know, going forward. And uh, But he had to call him and get him out. And he had, hey, I want you to go forward and... It's not going to be comfortable. It's going right. to be an adventure. And I need you not to worry about, you know, you're leaving your dad behind. Yeah. And comfort. He had servants. He had all kinds of stuff. He was old. Why Why bother? Well, it was going to be very difficult for him. But the reward is great when you have to force yourself through this stuff. Right. So, I mean, I just wanted to, I heard that and I was like, yeah, that, sh- that makes a lot of sense. And
1: and doing it anyway. anyway. You know, just doing it. Oh, even This ain't going to be easy. <laughs> No, excuse me. It's not always comfortable. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, sometimes you know, just it just as the whole big picture unfolds, it's necessary. You know, it's it's, somebody's got to put their foot forward and do these things that nobody else wants to do. You know, and and, civilization needs, needs it. Yeah, absolutely, it does. It it it's it's that's an understatement. Right. I mean the 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 civilization that we're dealing with today is dismal at best and I'm starting to see it in my daily life, you know, when I walk out my door and drive to the store, how people are and and yeah. who people are right. is becoming more and more callous and more and more just like uncaring and and yeah. just you know tunnel vision and just everybody's everybody's only concerned about themselves as opposed to their fellow man and 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 not saying everybody, but that's what I'm seeing. People. I'm seeing it be it's becoming more and more prevalent, well, and you see that because <clears throat> it's yeah. louder. it's more in your face right and and I gotta be honest with you, I think I'm kinda like that too. <laughs> I serious, you know right? I hate to say it, but it's like I'm on guard, yeah, I am on guard when i'm and just going through the store, I'm just like paying attention to everybody mm-hmm. i don't I don't wanna be uh another statistic, oh, you know, so that's um, scary. Yeah. And I don't, and now we have so much just in the way of immigration and, and, and just this open border policy and, and, you know, the whole war or rumor of war and, you know, the holy war that's existed forever right now is, is happening in Israel and, and, and Gaza strip. And, and, you know, who knows where all this is going to go, but the bottom line is like, it doesn't matter if I'm ready, whatever, bring it on, you know? Yeah. And, um, on the end of it, the end, end game is going to be me uh, skipping. I think I'm going to skip. When I go down the Street of Gold for the first time, <laughs> I would just like to skip. I just want to bust into a skip. And I am I just, especially because it's not going to hurt my knees or right it hurt. to do it. You're right. So maybe just, a cartwheel
0: in there. If I could do a cartwheel. i might just go for a slide and do a jelly roll. <laughs>
1: Jelly roll, jelly
0: roll, back into
1: it. Yeah, or Mister Roll. Strange. Yeah, Mister Roll. Mister Roll. Anyways, that guy's story is tremendous. Yeah.
0: Did you hear?
1: I I didn't. I heard this
0: real quick on the radio the other day about him. That award. Apparently, right after he got it, he dropped it and broke it. No, because it's like all glass. So I don't yeah, know if that's an right omen after, or what are you, what are you saying? not right? of a gun. I don't know. That would just stink that he would yeah, drop I bet they'd give him after. another one. Yeah, probably. I,
1: and it would be cool be to keep that one too. Yeah. yeah if you yeah, got another one because you could put it like this is what happened and, or and you somehow archive Or it back
0: together like, uh, <laughs> like the lamp leg. Yeah. We try to get it. I've got together. one of those. Yeah. Ralphie with the little
1: ears busting off. Heck yeah.
0: That Christmas
1: story's. I think Time one of the cats. It again. It's a bobblehead, Ralphie. Oh and yeah, and he's the, wearing the, the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing the nightmare. rabbit suit, and, and one of the cats knocked it off. And both of his. Ears, both I guarantee his you, ears. some yeah. of so the, podcasts the podcasts we've done in the past, you, you see Ralphie's ears lately. Go there. back and see if
0: you can. Yeah, you can go back. You <laughs> go back and, find find and see By Ralphie's ears.
1: Little Easter eggs of our podcast.
0: Where's the nightmare?
1: A lot of gadgets. A lot of gadgets. Maybe we'll do that. Or from now on, like hide the gadget and you got to go back and maybe there'll be a what prize. If you go back into the podcast, you yeah. got to find an item yeah.
0: in the background. And then the, uh, the prize would be, you get to listen to the next podcast. Yeah. Surprise. Nice job. You guys are awesome. <laughs> you did so good. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we, um, that would be funny though. <laughs> we, um, gosh dang, we've been, uh, busy today i just the last couple of days to prepare for thanksgiving we've been kind of busy we had a garage refrigerator as you know right yeah and, we, it, put, it went out it oh, went did out you it was get like one today? it was 25 years old approximately maybe a little more 25 i've had that thing for 25 years and the heat kicked it and so we've been dealing for did it make that noise it said no more sir and, uh, you know, when you're used to having an extra fridge, I mean, this is definitely first world issues, right? Problems. Oh, you poor guy, you had one refrigerator. Well, when you're used to having two, as you have, right? Now we have a, a freezer, a deep freezer. It's not a huge one, but we have one of those two. But when you're used to it and it goes out, you're like, now what? I need I? extra. Where's, where's, now what? You can I only doing? get one milk at a time, or you can only get <laughs> one of this because you don't have the overflow. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we spent Saturday, Brandy and I did going, uh, woke up Saturday morning. Hey, let's go get a refrigerator. We had seen some online, did all the whole online things. We don't want any, we don't want a huge one cause we put it down in the basement. Right. That's where we're going. And it's just a little cutout in the wall that the guy that we bought the house from had, had, had made for a refrigerator. So we go to an appliance store down South refurbished they were nasty yeah <laughs> and right. only, they, everyone we looked at was just terrible still kind of clean broken uh. uh they seemed to be working they had them cold the ones they had plugged in but we're like oh. and they're only like 150 bucks cheaper than some of the so new you ones decided to two. go new so oh well we went let's go to this another place we went to we probably ended up at four four different places and we run into Best Buy. It was one of the last places we went, and they had one sitting on the floor. It was on the high side of what we wanted to spend, a little bit on the bigger side of what we want. But they, didn't, they don't stock anything at Best Buy. They have to deliver it. So we just said, no, we need it today. So we didn't buy it. And then we get out in the parking lot, and Brandy's like, let me look at Facebook Marketplace one more time. Pulls it up, bam, there's a refrigerator. 135 bucks. Like new. Yeah, 15 cubic foot refrigerator. Messaged the guy. Hey, I'm in the talks with somebody right now on it. Okay, well, we want it if that falls through. We're like, we're going to go to Menards. We get to Menards from Best Buy. It was like a mile. What is that, a mile and a half? The guy
1: got you back.
0: And yeah, as soon as we got in the parking lot, we could hop out of the truck. Hey, you want it? Come get it. Dude, we're, he was at, 37th and basically hoover and we were at 37th amaze at the time so we just that
1: whoosh, never worked down that never worked for me on the facebook and marketplace i always um, i always got to go to the other side of we were per- it down. was perfect and we slid down
0: he actually had it a mile down the road at his um uh, storage unit older guy seven mid 70s he said uh got a whole new relationship. His wife had passed and this he rekindled the old relationship and had another refrigerator. So yeah, so we ended up not having change. So it actually cost us a hundred and forty bucks for this refrigerator. But I got a refrigerator again, as boring as all that story was. But it was just that's how we spent most of our day Saturday. Uh-huh. Was running around and, and, you know, doing silly things like that. And there was a lot of and I'm not gonna get into all the cr- the goofiness of of the wife being, you know, Brandy was being silly and a lot of a lot of goofy things that happened. But we had a pretty good time uh, Saturday checking checking refrigerators anyway. Good, to so you was got funny. one, and it's well, we got one. Is it in the, in the garage? Basement. Nope, we put it downstairs in the basement.
1: Well, why didn't you call me? I could have come and helped you put it down there.
0: I got an appliance dolly, went right on oh, down. I know, it but Brandy easy. helped you. I guarantee you. She just made sure. It, she was on the bottom. She was on the bottom. <laughs> She didn't have to lift anything; she just kind of pushed. Well,
1: we gotta we gotta do the piano. I'll help you with that.
0: Well, I think piano is gonna stay upstairs.
1: But you still gotta get it in the house.
0: Well, yeah, it's either that. Or, I mean, if you want to help me, you can help me. But probably the boys is coming over for Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> better them than me. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably. I mean, between Tanner and I, we can lift it up and get it in the house. Just an old piano I got. Uh, the, you know, was grandma so. Kind of cool to have a piano. Everybody's been tinkering on it, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, I'd like to get to where I can maybe play a couple songs or get some uh-huh. chords in my head to where maybe I can play along well, with Well, if some you can play the
1: chords, you could do just like you, know? you do on the guitar, or yeah. you you know, yeah. you could play along about with anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've got the idea of what the chord structure is already or what chords are what. Um, I can even do a couple minor stuff. It's not all in my head yet, but.
1: Who knows? Well, what else? what else has been happening? I I know um you know this is this week has been pretty uneventful for me, but it's just like uh, I got to go uh with some friends out to the Flint Hills where yeah. um they have uh they have a ranch. Uh-huh. And they own like seventy five square miles in the Flint Hills. That's a and- chunk. It's unbelievable. We went, it was it was just gorgeous. I mean, we went, you know how Flint, I don't know, no one probably hit, that hasn't spent any time in the yeah, Flint Hills can them. can understand what yeah. it looks like, but it's a rolling hills and the top of the hills is like a tall grass. And then down in each valley, there's yeah. like this, like an oak, like, like Eden, you know, like an uh-huh. oasis, there's these oak trees and yeah deer everywhere i bet we saw 300 deer oh wow and these old this old house they got a, they got an old abandoned town um literally the whole <laughs> yeah. town it was an old it was an old oil town yeah Gosh, dang it, i can't think of the name of it right now Of oh, something um anyway yeah you will put it up on the, on the screen, Yeah, if you right, tell me what
0: it is later, if it pops to your
1: head, I'll, uh, I'll put it on, put it uh, right yeah, over so the top so the, the, the name of the <laughs> abandoned town, <laughs> of my friend. Uh, so uh, I like to metal detect. So right. we also, we went into a house um, on the property that was probably built in the mid-1800s, 1850 or so. Mm-hmm. So you got to consider, like, they there was Indians in the area, sure, a lot of them. So they had to probably hide their valuables and bury them in the yard or what have you. I, they had a cellar, uh, like a yeah. I went down in the cellar and it was, you know, where they kept their vegetables and everything like that. So it was just like a, a stepping back in time. But uh-huh. this, this land, this property was beautiful. And uh, me and Stephanie went with them and just went driving around and saw it and, and uh, spent the whole day. Yeah just, just checking it out and and the Flint Hills is by name because there's so much oh, flint. flint
0: rock yeah yeah
1: flint rock and and uh, my brother Brian owned mm-hmm. you know bought the place down in Texas and he's been finding all this flint yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. but they oh, don't oh, have they don't
1: have natural flint so yeah. it was a, it's a tr- it's a product that was obviously traded or or carried uh-huh. south and I mean I no it, it, was, it, was, it, was yeah. so it was so plentiful Indians or it was so plentiful though I mean, Digi- indigi- I indigenous indigenous people. So they use it on their roads, know. on their ranch. They go, you know, because oh, yeah. all, all this flint washes down the creek when the water gets high, yep. and it, it piles up, and they get mm-hmm. this backhoe, and they just make this big pile. So when their roads wash out, they, they use flint because the water kind of rolls through it. Yeah. But it cuts up your tires. So he said they go <laughs> through a lot of tires. Yeah, but you know, gosh, t- it was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I've spent a little, I mean brandy and i had that property there that was right on the edge of the Mm -hmm. flint hills but we were we drove up through cassidy into that area from time to time and rode rode through there and it was really pretty you know like wiley had that property right there on the wall that river that ran through so yeah well
1: as a matter of fact when we were were driving out um we went to that you know by cassidy where that cattle thing is but anyways on the way there we passed wiley's who was on the Side right of the there. highway, and and uh, the guy we were riding with, he yeah. says, "Hey, uh, that that there's a quarry right there." You yeah, know? and I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah no I exactly <laughs> We've been walking around up there, so." But I I was one time out at Wiley's with yeah. with Stephanie, yeah. um, and, and you, you guys were it out there too. Yeah, I was going to tell you that there yeah. was this this stone limestone foundation. I didn't. Yep. I found an axe head, but well. we were very very quick. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. the time we spent metal detecting, so it'd be neat to go out there and just spend a day because yeah. Wiley's got a lot of neat things on his property. Yeah.
0: We haven't talked to him in a while. I don't, well, Brandy may have, but maybe she just hadn't said anything to me, but I, I was, we were, I don't know. We're going to be driving right past his house tomorrow mm-hmm. as we head back up to the Kansas city area. But, um, yeah, that was, a, we had a good time living out, uh, out there by Cassidy out in that area. And well, we had a little over just over twenty acres, and you know Tanner just posted some pictures, a little memory off of Facebook, where we were out at the farm, and the kids still have memories. We were only at the farm; we owned that property for only four years, yeah. and it feels like it was a lot longer than that because they had so many good memories, so much crazy stuff happened while we were out there. All of it really wasn't anything bad. Um, I mean, one of the one of the funny memories to me that just popped in my head was when your mom and Dick came out there for the very first time and ended up being the last time came out and they spent the night and they ended up, we let them sleep in our room and you know, our property had the railroad tracks just, just across the street from us. And I can't remember exactly what the number was, but the next morning Dick got up and said 23. Trains, yeah, and we're like 23. What 23 trains went <laughs> by last night <laughs> because we had that uh-huh. there's an intersection, there's an old cattle road that went over the railroad tracks, and the engineers would hit their horns yeah. as they went through there. And the reason they did it right there because that's not really a major road, but they did it there because they had actually killed the farmer that used to own the house that we were living in at the time. Oh, no. But he actually um, didn't make it across the railroad track in time. I don't know. He was pulling something and they hit him and he ended up dying, I believe, right there. So anyway, so they, that's why they hit that horn right there by our house. We lived there so, I mean, it just didn't became, take us about yeah. six months. We didn't even hear it. We just, I mean, I could sleep all night through and mm-hmm. yeah, they'd go through. But anyway, so I Teeterville. Mean, just great. Teeterville. That was
1: it. Teeterville was the name of the place. Teeter. Yeah, it's a character. And it was an oil town because they too. were pumping oil there. And <laughs> Teeterville, what? Jeez, it's a character from Yellowstone, Teeter. It, oh, well, yeah. it's his town. That's funny. No, Maybe. But but um, so, yeah, the yeah. entire town. Teeter. But, but he also showed us where there was a little, was a little town in the Flint Hills where, yep. whereas they were, you know, they had a little oil town and there was mm-hmm. a little school. So he showed us the little dilapidated mm. foundation of the schoolhouse. And he showed us a cable bridge that went across this Creek where it's just mm. a one cable yeah, that with, goes up yep. into a V with two arm holes, yep. you know, and that's what these kids would walk across every day to get from the, the, mm-hmm. the little oil town, uh, down to the, down to the school. Yeah. So Kind of interesting. Those are and cool. The, yeah. the, the, the bridge was still there. The cable bridge. Yeah,
0: hadn't rusted through yet. Those things are pretty tight because it just the they're the cables are a bunch of smaller cables right. basically yeah. wound together, right? So I mean, it's just cool though to think about you know the ingenuity to uh, make these things right. that. Like we were talking about earlier, somebody had to get out of their comfort zone and, and figure out how to make things work. What's a quick, easy way that we can make build a bridge, a bridge right? or do whatever besides cutting down a tree and yeah. walking across it? The-
1: how many parents today would say, hey, go ahead yeah. with their uh, kids? you cross that cable bridge right there with your books. Yeah. <laughs> Slung over with yeah. a strap. And, yeah, uh, trying to, so so just like it was just a, just
0: incredible. Just, yeah, stepping back into the past a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was a trip, and and I'm I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna go back and metal detect, and yeah, and uh, they burn the you know the Flint Hills, Flint Hills, they burn that grass off every year. So yeah. in April May we may also be able to go and and set up on the you know on the hill in the mm-hmm. house and watch the fields burn. Which yeah. would be a cool thing too.
0: Yeah, we would we would watch them a little bit from again when we lived out there, and you could really smell it. Yeah, when it burned. I mean, we can smell that in Wichita here right. as it comes through, and you get all that smoke sometimes where it makes it difficult to drive even here. Well, you times know, get so thick.
1: What's What's interesting about that is like here in April, yeah, and we you know we are we're in the county, we're not in the city, so we yeah. can we can burn, yeah. Um, but in April, there's a burn ban mm-hmm. because that's when they, the farmers and, and the Flint Hills, yep. they burn all the stubble yeah. off. You got to be able to. So yeah, they don't want anybody. Resources. Yeah, yeah. They don't want anybody adding to that, that, uh, yeah. you know, stuff that's going up into the air. We
0: had the last year we were at the farm. I think we were still living there. We also rented the house for a year. Uh, when we moved back to Wichita, we, we had a rental, a renter. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. We didn't care for it too much. So then we just, because we were, we didn't want to get rid of the of the property. So we thought, oh. let's try renting. And that's no fun. Uh-oh. No, you're at <laughs> the, yeah, everybody's backing. You're an, an, them, hour, you're an hour away and they had done stuff to the property and they're like, well, who said you could do that? Who right. said you could move a fence? Right. That's no, you know, all those things that it wasn't terrible, but um, I wish we could, we could we would have been able to it. How many acres it. was that? Just just over 20.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, 17 of it was brome. Mm-hmm. But we ended up burning that field that last year. So we had some neighbors that actually did it. We didn't physically do it ourselves, mm-hmm. but we had somebody else that would bale it, you know, and they'd take X amount of the bales and leave us well, they burn so many. It, yeah,
1: And they burn it so it will grow better. Yeah, because it gets yeah.
0: rid of all the junk and then the 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 natural grasses come up yeah. and they come up thicker and, and just a natural process. And probably
1: and the works. the burn ashes, the nitrogen, all is that, yeah, is the carbon, the soil. it's right, all
0: right. that, you know, a lot of the plants, you know, they live on CO2. Right. And, uh, so having that back in the, uh, any other nitrates and yeah, other things soil. help.
1: That's not the best soil in the world, you know, around the Flint Hills. No, it's really rocky. You can't, uh, but you know, you know, I was, um, the guy I was with was yeah. telling me that some of those prairie grasses, mm-hmm. some of them have roots that are seven to eight feet deep, dig down in there because river. they're they're in search of water. There's not oh you know, yeah. the, the water just runs off out there. Yeah. There's not a lot of absorption.
0: Yeah, so I mean, you know that's Dick, why the Dick Robertson so would call those conservative plants, yeah. conservative <laughs> weeds and yeah. grasses. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's why the the valleys are so plush in the foothills uh, because that's where all the water goes. Yeah, and so there's a lot of watersheds and mm-hmm. little creeks, and of course yeah. when it rains they they fill up and and a lot of amazing wildlife, just amazing. Yeah. So well, absolutely, and you can get
0: coyotes and deer and bob, yeah. it, well, maybe mountain lion, might be one or two. The, yeah. I know they're moving. Somebody had some on camera the other day, not far from here, so. I'm sure they used to be there quite a bit, and I know somebody's still got some buffalo. They push through there every once in a while too, so I'm sure that looks kind of pretty. It's not all over the place; just in certain uh, oh, yeah. area. It's probably part of their ranch. Well, it was I'm funny. Sure. He was
1: he was telling us, um, you know, there's a seventy-five square miles of land what? requires, <laughs> and and they they move thirty thousand head of cattle on and off of this property every year yeah so he's got cowboys he's got like you know five cowboys that that you know look after yeah. the herds and roll around so they have like a little area they call the headquarters because mm-hmm. it's like it's a family-owned operation that's mm-hmm. a moneymaker for him because with the, with yeah. the cattle and the they, they lease it for grazing and hunting and
0: things yeah my mom knew well i was getting ready to say my mom used to know a guy but i think she probably still would know him uh, but he spent a lot of time in that area as well. And he had take, uh, taken Tanner one day. He's like, Hey, we're going to get ready to do a little cattle drive in the Flint Hills. Mm-hmm. And it could have been part of this guy's property when they did it. Um, so Tanner got to spend a full day on horseback when he was, <sighs> I want to say 12, he's might've been 12, 14 years old. And my memory on that time is probably a little bit off, but he, that was the most funny said he had, he's probably been forever just sitting on a horse and well, we went went
1: down into this little Creek bed where all this Flint had washed Mm -hmm. up and, and you can tell what Flint is because if it's been fractured, it's got a, a concave type of a fracture. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but this whole creek bed was full of stuff, you know, so mm-hmm. we're kind of trying to see if there's any that had been, you know, yeah, worked, or worked, like an it. arrowhead or what have you. And of course we didn't see it, but, um, <clears throat> there sure is a lot of it. Yeah. It's, it's incredible how much of it there is. We saw a lot of neat things, but nevertheless, it's, uh, that, that part of the country for me is, is one of the most unique landscapes mm-hmm of anything i've ever seen yeah. well and i've been all over the united states yeah and, eastern and elsewhere eastern kansas
0: which is flint hills from anything from wichita going back east is probably the, the prettiest part of our state yeah. in it's my good. mind i mean i'm sure there's plenty of uh-huh. <clears throat> people that live out west going hey now, hey, now. our yeah. ours is great but to me i like i like a little bit of, i do like the flatlands don't get me uh-huh. wrong. But uh, that rolling hill, just the look of it when the grass is really growing and you see cattle walking
1: across yeah. it. And it's just like, wow, that is yeah, so cool. It's majestic. And, and and then in eastern Kansas, there's also a lot of trees and a yeah, lot of a hills. Lot you know, just getting in, you know, past yeah. the Flint Hills, you start to get into yeah. the Ozarks a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very hilly and very wooded. Yeah. Which most people don't know about Kansas. You know, Kansas oh, is always okay. portrayed as Wizard of Oz, flat. Yeah, where nothing. where she where Dorothy gets sucked up by the tornado. She yeah. was in Western Kansas. It was desolate. It was flat. Yeah, it was exactly. wheat. And but there's some cool places in Western Kansas. I mean, my oh, yeah, uh, I my agree. my grandfather and and uh, some relatives lived in a little town called Dighton in in uh-huh. Western Kansas, and yeah, I had an uncle, a neat. great uncle who yeah. who farmed a lot of the land around there. Mm-hmm. And, and we actually had a section of land after my grandfather passed away and it had this b- ravine on it this big like natural ravine and and um, i remember vaguely as a kid going out there and and just it was just it was the coolest coolest thing just from yeah. just i just enjoy i think nature in general yeah. you know whether it's the yeah, woods right. or what any kind of a weird rock or you know uh, whatever Uh, i just like you like marbles so much yeah (laughs) yeah i do and spoke wheeled spoke vehicles yeah (laughs) all all their shapes and sizes little things that i run into no the marbles were the marbles were kind of a hand-me-down from grandma dorothy my my mom's mom but
0: i mean it's you just like yeah those stuff and I, i like being outside too i mean we've um, it seems like I don't go outside enough anymore cause we don't have, you know, you've got this property here where you're outside a lot because you have to, cause you got to take care of it and you know, I can easily come home from work and not, do, not go outside.
1: Yeah. Well, I, 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 now I like being outside here, but I yeah. would rather be outside in the middle of nowhere. Oh, well, Yes. You know, just you. the animals and, you know, again, I always have that major concern of mm-hmm. being potential prey, <laughs> which isn't favorable in my world. Yes. So, you <laughs> know, we always have. So as long as I'm in the middle of nowhere with a big no gun. never forget my fears. Yeah, never forget it. Never forget. That's what that's what I don't like. I don't want to oh. be eaten
0: by anything. Uh, yeah. you. I don't want to go out in the ocean because I got sharks.
1: All right. And other stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They can eat you. And uh, that does sound scary, but I mean the the beauty of the mountains is like you're saying is it's unbelievable to be up in the Rockies yeah. and you know up in Maine. I know you've been up in those areas too, and that they the United States just has such vast,
1: it's unbelievable. You know, in the Lake of the Ozarks, you know, around that area with Table Rock Lake and Beaver yeah, Lake, I mean, and you, go you can from, go over to the Appalachian Mountains in eastern Tennessee yeah. and western. North Carolina and up into Kentucky and mm-hmm. West Virginia, it's f- it's phenomenal. I mean, the Shenandoah yeah. forest and the mm-hmm. Shenandoah River, like John Denver sings yeah. about, well. Shenandoah River. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful <laughs> yeah. forests. And then the beaches, you know, which we haven't mm-hmm. even discussed, from the East Coast to the West Coast, and yeah,
0: I mean, they have their different appeals. You know, the Gulf Coast and all that. You know, our pastor just got home from uh, this last week from Destin, Florida. Yeah, I mean, his wife got to take a little needed vacation just to, just the two of them for about a week. I think they hung out down there. Her dad has a have a place that he let them go and right on the beach and i saw the picture dave was like well this was was our view in the mornings and i was like that stinks that's terrible
1: was dave wearing a speedo <laughs> he,
0: he <laughs> didn't did. show me that picture no? no the camera was not rear-facing he was uh, no yeah. rear view no <laughs> rear view mirror,
1: no mirror in that camera <laughs> good thing dave we didn't want to see in a speedo uh, yeah anyways no. uh, that's cool so, that John, yeah. he got to take a break. You got to take and, a break. You know, sometimes I mean, a pastor. Yeah, and you don't you don't take into account though the demands mm. of a pastor. I was thinking about it the other day because I was thinking David Dave's on vacation. I don't talk to Dave a whole lot, and yeah. um, you know, nevertheless, I, I respect his responsibilities, and mm-hmm. I think about how many people he must. Have to talk to and and um, mentor to and encourage and, and and sometimes maybe discourage. You know, depends on what people are yeah. into. But but he's entrusted with an incredible responsibility because he's he's delving into the intimacy of mm-hmm. each each person in his congregation. I mean, and and uh, wow. if people are truly transparent, then yeah. Then they're also vulnerable. And when they're vulnerable, they're not afraid to to tell you what <laughs> what they're dealing with. You know, it's so a Dave is is yeah. probably in on a lot of that. And and probably has his own world issues too that he's dealing with. Yeah. So I'm sure he gets tugged a lot of
0: ways. I think a lot of people lose sight of, you know, they have to stop and remember that the person up on the pulpit, standing behind the pulpit, is a person, it's mm-hmm. a human being has the same issues that we have, but you know, if they're married, they have to deal with the spouse issues mm-hmm. just like you and I do. And if they've got kids, and if they're pastors' kids, oh my gosh, the you know the tendency. I grew up with some kids that were the children of a pastor, and right. for whatever reason, they just want to a lot a of op- them do it the opposite way. Seems they push a little. You know, mm-hmm. they get they probably got the thumb on them a little bit harder than most because hey, we have to make a good impression. I can't have you doing right. these things. So at
1: some point in time in their lives, they decide. Well, I mean, no, I'm going to rebel. Yeah, against that. Yep. you better be praying because guess what? I'm
0: getting uh, ready to do. Right. <laughs> you better pray for peace for yourself. But he's he's got a lot going on. I mean, because you know, just think in your world and my world. Because you know you've managed people before uh, in one way or another. I manage people currently still too. I mean, you manage and, and teach people. Um, but he's got to do that, but he's got to do it with a biblical process, you know, process. And we, we probably try to do something similar to that, or at least to have that internal. Well, at least it's, at
1: least it's a part of the the perspective, right? But he's held to account in that regard, you know, so yeah. So when he's handling a situation, you know, the way he handles it needs to be, yeah. the way God or Jesus would handle right. it because he is going to be scrutinized if yeah, it if it's not over. held that way and and so i mean you know that's probably that's probably hard for dave because he's not he's not allowed to be yeah. human i i bet he i bet well, sometimes wants him to be. well i know but i i right. guarantee you sometimes if i was him i'd want to just look at someone who yeah. is having issues mm-hmm. And instead of (laughs) quoting them scripture, I'd want to say, why don't you pull your head out of your ass? (laughs) You know, he can't do that, though. He quit being a whiny little bitch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, some point in time, dude, stand on your own two legs. Oh, my gosh. I mean, God wants to help you, but you got to help yourself, too. Yeah. yeah. God's, God's going to
0: lead you and, uh, make, you know, make your way here, move this way. I don't want to move that
1: way. Yeah, it's I don't want to do that. Oh my it's God. It's so hard.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Yeah, Dave's had to deal with a lot. Of, I mean, it's so cool. But don't you I've think that this. would
1: be a, like a normal? That's my normal.
0: response. After you keep hearing the same thing. You know, yeah, we met last week and so we talked of, about yeah. this already. How much? Yeah.
1: When are you going to It's like, I'm tired decide? of feeling, you know, quit, quit self-deprecating. <laughs> quit feeling yeah. sorry for yourself. I can't help you until you're ready to get up off your butt and do something to help yeah. yourself. I'll give you all all the insight, biblical perspective I can. Yeah. But you got to move. You got to move. Yeah. And that would be the hard thing for me if I was in Dave's shoes, I think it would be like be yeah, that honest, that humble pie, man. That straight up this is what is going yeah. on in your life and you better start like paying attention to the uh-huh. elephant in the room because so many people avoid just the authenticity, the the transparency <laughs> yeah. and they and they want to just like Poor, pitiful me. Well, you know what? You got a hand in your life. Yeah. You got a hand in your situation. And at some point in time, somebody needs to be honest with them and let them know like, you got to change you before you expect your situation to change.
0: Yeah. I mean, God's going to help you, but it's help, help you, not Mm. give you everything. I mean, there's, Mm -hmm. he gives you the ability to figure things out. I'm giving you the opportunity to do things, I'm opening up this door for you. Okay, once the door's open, now what? You're going to just sit on your butt? Oh, yeah. or Like you said, move, get up. You've got to go through it. Yeah. You've got to get to the other side. Um, you know, while you're sitting there in the storm, you know, that that storm that everybody goes through, and uh, you just sit there and you want to cry. And you don't oh. want to move. And wham, wah, wah. But, oh. you know, we've talked to many a time. If you're that cow going through the storm yeah. and you're just going to hang out in it. It's yeah. going to be terrible, just but you've got to buffalo away your butt through it and yeah. get, get to the other side, but you've got to do something. So Dave, Dave, I think does a great job. I mean, I've gotten to know and you know, 15 years ago, if you would have told me, Hey, you know what? You're going to have a really good friendly man to man relationship with your pastor yeah. of a church. I would have said, Pfft. No, oh, not. Uh, who no. In the heck wants to talk to a pastor right. all the day? Those, are all, yeah, you know, my gosh, they're well, not uh, no fun. Yeah, but
1: you flip that. It's just like, why would a pastor want to hang out with me? Yeah, that's <laughs> what it feels like
0: now. I mean, you get to sit, and, but you get to see that you know, Dave is human, a human, a yeah. real guy that's gone through a lot of the same things I have. Still deals with a lot of the same things that I do because he is human. He's not extraterrestrial. You know, yeah. he's not a an alien. Of sorts, where he doesn't have to deal with human, you know, the issues of people, and uh, he does a pretty darn good job, mm. and he's been an inspiration to me to help me want to be better. Yeah. You know, just another, and well, you man. need you need
1: somebody to look at, right? Mm. You know, well, we and, all, he need, and he needs, yeah, he needs yeah. somebody to look at him too, yeah. You know, he needs somebody yeah. to say, "Hey, Every teacher you know, how I student. do?" It. And you know, so and 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 I think as a, as a teacher, you know, I uh-huh. I can I'll go back to baseball. Sure. I I'm constantly on on the like oh, I'm alert to anything yeah. that's said to me. Yeah, from one of the kids that I'm working with. If I say something to him and he says, "Oh, you mean this?" You know, and he says it a certain way, I'm mean, yeah. like. yep that's exactly what i mean and i'm stealing that and and that's now mine. so (laughs) so the point is is like you you know dave always wants Mm -hmm. always wants to to hear or validate that he's doing a good job and i want that and you want that and everybody wants that so um you know when when you hear some different perspective it it it's, sometimes it's 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 nice especially yeah. when it's and especially when someone telling you how good of a job you're doing but at the same time i think it's important when somebody else says hey i don't like this you need to do something a little yeah. different or maybe we need to
0: talk about this what have you so yeah well i think he has he gets a lot of <clears throat> emails. The funny thing is you could probably get one email that says that sucked and he gets an email right behind it. So that was awesome. Right? Cause you're going to get that, especially in church. You know, yeah. I didn't like that message today. And then somebody else is like, Oh my gosh, that was for me. I felt all you right. staring at me the whole same time. Same message, same stinking message. It feels two different the people messages that you come. Know. And that's the other side. When we're at church, people forget that we're all coming from different places, but we're all in there to receive it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're there for somebody else. You're there to support somebody else that needed to hear what was just said, mm. and but a lot of us don't want don't that want that responsibility. So All right. you know, oh, we just want to get mad because man, that didn't make sense to me, and that well, stunk.
1: With what you just said, it, it it's the difference between going to church looking to get something from yes. church and going to ter- church looking to give something to church. Yeah, and and you know, it it it's sometimes. It's hard because we all are in need. We all have deficiencies yeah. and you know weaknesses and, and sin and, and you know, so when you're at church and you never think about it, like what can I do for the guy sitting next to yeah. me. You you're always like I need I need this for myself, yeah. you know. I don't know if I I don't know if I got time to deal with your issues right now, you know. Uh, you seem like a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you, you definitely tell. do. You tell by the way you walked in here, yeah, this was going to be a yeah. long day. But, you know, it's it's a biblical thing as well. If I keep saying it, it seems like I've said that too many times. But, you know, it's in there. The biggest principle is you have to give to receive. Mm-hmm. And we just, I think that's a thing that's lost a lot. I mean, this is in Thanksgiving week. We need to give thanks. We need to be giving thanks. And we should be doing that at church every day. You know, we may not be where we're wanting to be, but we should be thanking God every day uh, for what we do have. So, giving that thanks helps. You know, it's just that in that giving process, it's amazing how much you receive back.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fulfilling. Know? So it is to give is more fulfilling than to take. Taking has a, a immediate gratification, but giving has a of a, a, a fulfillment that lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And and uh, you can't know it until you do it, and, right. and I think that's the biggest issue sometimes when people are dealing with hardships is they're always like a poor pitiful me. You know the best thing you can do in those those scenarios is probably go out and get to get the focus off yourself and mm-hmm. go try to you know go try to help somebody else. Go go feed. Go take a a meal to somebody who's homeless or. Or deal with somebody who's who's struggling, you know, with a with something, and not that your struggle is is not important. It's just that if you want to get the focus away from you and off yourself, well, yeah, it'll be amazed. You know that feeling of that feeling of or the 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 sensation of someone else getting gratification oh. because of your work. Yeah, that's a good feeling.
0: It's a good feeling, and I, it also I think lets you know that you know what there's a lot of people out here that that are feeling like they need something too, or they're missing something. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start having a pity potty party, pity potty,
1: Ew. a pity potty. What potty. does that mean? That's if you pity party, party. At,
0: pity party. At, I said potty. Potty. I'm, I'm in a, a potty, potty because, because oh, that's a pity. Um, I don't know. Maybe when you're constipated, that's a pity potty. Anyway, um, it's a pity, non-potty,
1: <laughs> no, you're pity. You're not actually potty. Anymore. But
0: when you, when you find out that there's a lot of people out there that are struggling a lot worse than you, that, that you're like, Oh wow. What am I crying about when you go out there and help these, you know, other people less fortunate. So, I mean, yeah. it's a good thing to get out there and get off your potty yeah, you know, and yeah. get out of your pity party that you're having for yourself. And, uh, just right. do something for other people. I mean, get off we we are as a as a society pretty narcissistic. Mm. And um if we can get away from that, that's helpful. I'm guilty.
1: I'm guilty. I find myself, you know, wanting to be in the confines of my own home and taking care of the stuff I have to deal with yeah. on a daily basis that benefits me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've got so much to do. So to step away from that, to literally step out and help somebody else is going, you know, it's going to be a sacrifice and, and I'm not going to get done what I need to get done, but Mm -hmm. you know, probably, probably worth it. It's probably worth it. And, and whatever it is that you have going that you need to get done, my guess is could probably, it could probably wait if there's something else that, you know, that could be, that could be beneficial to someone else.
0: Yeah. Well, I think if we can figure out somehow to reach out to one another, that's basically what we're talking about. And it's so difficult in society today from like what you're saying earlier, um, you know, as we drive down the road, we don't want to interact with other people because they're, they just seem terrible. But the more you interact with people, you know, the, the better things become, <laughs> In the long run, our, our society's just gotten away from that. We isolate ourselves. We stay on social media all the time, which is is in its own way an isolation. Yeah, you're out there and you're reaching potentially millions, but you're all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And and that also gives people the, the cojones that they think they can say whatever they want to mm-hmm. say, which perpetuates all this issue of separation and pushes people away from one another, but...
1: Well, everybody's got junk, you know, and sometimes yeah. I don't know if I want to take on someone else's junk, yeah. but that's what discipleship no. is. That's what we're called to do. And that's what we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're supposed to, we're supposed to walk along our fellow, oh, wow. our fellow man, our brother in Christ, yep. especially. And I, I gotta be honest with you. I I got a lot of people in my life right now, as do you, yep. who are, who are struggling. Yep. I mean with their marriage Absolutely. struggling with their purpose struggling with their jobs struggling yeah. with their you know their parenthood or their family or or you know there's just a lot of struggles right now and and you can you can attribute it to whatever I'm sure the economy has a lot to do with it you know because right. uh, you know but at the same time it I I, I think it's just uh, uh just the, the the world right now is just a just a negative dismal perspective Yeah. and for whatever reason the nuclear family um, the the, the hard-working yeah. daily grinder yeah. um, you know the the patriotic person who loves his f- you know faith family and country yep. is being is being attacked and it's just like why would you attack somebody <laughs> Whose, yeah. whose literal existence is responsible or partially responsible yeah. for the well-being of this country that you live in. Yep. And by attacking those people who are doing the due diligence mm-hmm. to make this country what it is, mm-hmm. is in itself like shooting yourself in the head.
0: Well, our, our founding fathers, basically, when when this country was put together, said, it's not going to be outside forces that take down mm. this country. It's going to become from within. Yeah. And it's, it's already started. It's been going for a while. Um, we're just tearing ourselves apart. We started tearing the families apart where it's more economical. It's more financially beneficial for somebody not to be married, mm. uh, to have these extra kids, the handouts that we give. And... Um, as a government, to hey, incentivize not being married, mm-hmm. uh, more kids you have, the more money the government gives you. That's a, that's a just a, you know, they start chipping away at the foundation of, of the country and, and, and our families. And the propaganda that's going on now. And we're seeing a ton of. I don't know it. what to believe, man. Well, you, you
1: can't believe.
0: Yeah, you have you can't to believe figure it anything. out. You can't you just gotta, take it for face value. No,
1: you got to watch. You got to watch because there's so much. Pardon my French. There's so yeah. much bullshit on Tons the TV bullshit. today that nobody, nobody knows what to believe, and it's in, it's intentional. It's intentional to persuade us. Yeah us, you and I and our, and everybody who listens to this yeah. to persuade us to go along with whatever it is that they're trying to yeah. accomplish yeah. and and you know we need to start having our own opinions. You know yeah. quit being quit being the person who just listens to what they hear on well, TV and, and just 100% this, yeah. believes what they're hearing. It's not the truth. The propaganda is real. Yeah. I
0: mean, I don't I just we're at a point right now we have I know we've probably talked about this not too long ago on one of the podcasts, but we were having since October 7th, I know we've had one or two podcasts, but the Hamas in Gaza is holding all these people captive, some physical hostages. And then the other millions of people that are in Gaza, the Palestinians, there's Jews in there and there's Brazilians. you know, all these people they are, really being held hostage over there. Did you say Brazilian? There's Brazilians uh, that are living over in Gaza that have also they're actually being held hostage. Yeah. To some of the
1: uh, some well, of Americans there too. And there's man. Americans yeah. over
0: there, but there's Christians and and Jews over there and the and the Palestinian group that's over there, but Hamas is the terrorist I in my mind. I uh, think Hamas group, is
1: not just the terrorist. I think they're, they're the running government. the government. Over yeah, there. That's what I'm they're... saying.
0: They're holding the Gaza uh-huh. area hostage because they're running it. Yeah, And you'd have to do what they tell you to or, do, whether you like it or not. Yeah, it's kind of like the Taliban in
1: Afghanistan.
0: It seems to be, but yeah. they're even higher, I think, yet than that. But the United States has so many people over here now that are supporting Hamas, that are supporting things that... We would not have supported Mm-mm. 10 months ago. As a kid. It makes no I sense. I think of the
1: perspective my father would have had, my dad, my uncles would have had. Pre- and I'm just, it's pre- it's preposterous to think like, how can you, now, now I understand, you know, whatever the history is, the Palestinian uh-huh. people, they actually came from the Philistines. There's actually never yeah. been a Palestine and there's no, therefore should never be a Palestinian. I don't, I don't understand yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't understand could, but, yeah. that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, when, when it all came to fruition, the way it was done, you know, the mm-hmm. heinous, heinous way that they killed people and they burned people and they they raped and and it was just it was just too harsh it was just it was just wrong it was it it went past the point of a disagreement or even to the point of war and death it went it went past that it went to it went to pure evil and Mm -hmm. you know at some point in time you you can't be okay with that i don't care If you're on the same side, on the same side, you got to say, we can't, I can't be, I can't be associated with this.
0: Well, it's, it's, (sighs) yeah, it's definitely scary. I mean, I, I know I've said it before. I mean, we, we can't worry about everything. I mean, our main focus is, you know, Jesus coming back and some of this stuff is, is just part of it. Um, everything's going to fall eventually. It is going to happen. It's sad and and disgusting on on what's going on. We should still be disgusted by the the heinous actions of these certain people. But you know, the Israelis, the people that are living in Jerusalem, people living in those areas, more specifically, the Jews are under attack by so many people in the United States and across across the you know, the globe from what you could see that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, why, what did they I mean, do? Our, so horrific. I, am not exactly sure. They, they tried to, you know, say it's because they shouldn't live in that area. They shouldn't have that state. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have this. And, but they physically want to, the Hamas does just wipe the Jews completely mm-hmm. off the map, not just over there, but they well, would on. do it here. And too. Hitler
1: wanted to. And the and same issue. They learned
0: a, a lot of their stuff from, uh, from right. Hitler, which is the crazy thing from their, their founding fathers mm-hmm. of this culture that, uh, that they're living through over there. But, you know, we, ha- we can't forget that. Yeah, that's where our, our beliefs come from. That's where they started is over there in that area it came, you know, Jesus was a Jew mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we, we, came up with Christianity after after he rose again, but it's just disgusting. We ramble, I feel like I'm rambling, but it's just sad and disgusting that, you know, our Western culture came from that area. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that we've got here wouldn't wouldn't exist if it wasn't for mm-hmm. that for the Jewish nation and all the stuff that they brought to the world. The freedoms that we have mm-hmm. now started, originated in that area. So, I mean, it's just crazy. People want to get rid of it. People don't like us. mm. People don't like that Western civilization. What
1: is it about freedom? It's funny because everyone has a problem with our culture, our free society, our government. They want to get rid of it. They want to decimate it. They hate us. But they all want to come here. Yeah. You know, know. it is, it's wow. It's like, okay, you can't have it both ways. So, You know, we're trying to create a place where, um, you know, the people are are control in control, yeah. and and that's been the, the, the that separation of our government yeah. compared to other other governments is that our people are our, our citizens are supposed to be the ones that are in control of the government, and yeah. and there's certain standards that have been completely flip flopped, and now people who are in the high up in the government are under the impression that they're under the control or mm-hmm. under control. They control us. They are they are not in that's control. That's what they think. And yeah. that's what they think. Yes. Yeah, they you said that much so. more eloquently than yeah. I did.
0: I I just yelled it, it felt like uh, but no, it's <laughs> it's been about a hundred years, you know, the early nineteen twenties, things really started changing. Uh, uh, and then just progressively got worse. Well, and, from taxation to, to that, everything,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just more and more government as yeah. we've lived our yeah. lives. I know, you know, the government gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you mm-hmm. think of all the employees of the government, and then you start You're to like, kind of think about, okay, well, who's who's paying those people? Yeah, that's that's what our tax it, dollars. Every little to thing
0: you know? they do just perpetuates more things that they uh, have yeah. to do, so, so they have to take more taxes. Uh, and the more people, it's not a business,
1: no. No, they're it's, not making a, any money.
0: A, they're just spending it. Feel like raping constantly yeah. money. Just yeah. take 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 take. That's the only. that's the yep. only way the and, government.
1: And if there's they another no problem, if there's a problem, they just throw money at it thinking yeah, it's going to well, solve the problem, but there's no man. policy. There's got to be policy. Yeah. There's got to be ideas and thoughts and Change, change is got to happen. Problems. I mean, the, the whole are, inflation thing. I think they are the problem. They mostly. are the problem. Yeah. I think
0: so. I mean, if you really got down into it, and I'm not that guy that that gets into the weeds. I I know I've got some friends that boy they get into it, and then then you're like, wow, you're one of those conspiracy yeah, right. wackadoodles But I, what you're saying is true. To you know, a lot of it to a certain degree, but anyway.
1: Well, we we could defund the police, or we could defund the government. What do you think? I, I think we can uh, have our, there's a lot of there's a lot of programs, a lot of people in the government that could could go away, but uh, we need police. Well, I mean, we have I, the police.
0: We were just talking about mainly the federal government. That yeah. is what got to where it's so big now that I mean to shut it down would probably collapse us. But there's a way to probably do it right. Somebody a lot smarter than me. Uh, incrementally, just, yeah. Well, first and foremost, you,
1: you got to change the the people who want a yeah. lot of government.
0: You got to wipe, put those term limits out there, mm-hmm. and get people out of their lifestyles. Long life, you know. I think we've talked about that. How long has Biden been serving. in political office? Think about that. Seventies, right?
1: But think about that. If you're in a political, 40, 40 if you're in a, a political office of any kind. Yeah you would be deemed a servant, right? Yeah, supposed to be. Right, so how is it that someone who serves is getting rich Richer and richer,
0: yeah. I think every president, I mean, if they really got into the senators and congressmen and stuff like that, it'd probably be crazy, but every president has made money, except for one in the last X amount of years by being in office. Uh They came out richer. Some of them tremendously richer on the other end of it. I think the only one actually, a lot of people probably wouldn't like it, but Trump's the only one that actually was worth less money.
1: (laughs) Well, he 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 didn't even get paid. He gave it
0: away. He gave his money away because he didn't need it, but he was actually like, you know, some people would say it was because he was stupid and he lost like $2 billion from the time he started to the time he got out. I mean, he was actually less wealthy.
1: Well, I think, I think by design, he, he, he 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 sacrificed his own well-being. He, he was concentrated for, on something for else. the country. I, yeah. I, I I truly feel, and, and I don't care what anybody thinks about Trump. I I think he's an arrogant guy. I think he's oh, kind of pomp sure. a Very pompous guy. But I I think that he he had he had our country's best interest at heart. Yeah. I, I think he wants America to be a better place, and yeah. I think he recognizes the people that are in government. For their own health, for their own mm-hmm. well-being, and he wants to do away with that. He wants yeah. to, He wants to get back to where people are servants mm-hmm. for the people, for the betterment of the country, for the yeah. safety of the country. And there's too many politicians today that are just in it for themselves. They just want to get rich and and mm-hmm. at the expense of anything or anybody. Yeah. And and it's probably Sad. both sides of the aisle. Oh, I, I think would so. assume.
0: Oh, it's absolutely yeah. both sides. Of the aisle. I mean, the Republicans are. Probably just as dirty as anybody else. I know there's good Democrats out there and there's good Republicans out there, but it's that's the issue. we well, when it's you when just you, stay divided,
1: yeah, all but when the you time. have everybody in office in their political office for so long, yeah. You learn the tricks of the trade. Yeah, you learn like how to get, table. yeah, you learn how to get an edge up on yeah. your opponent. It's just like mm-hmm. anything else in life. Oh yeah. And so now you start taking kickbacks. You yeah know I mean? if you're gonna Lobbyist. if you're gonna expect me to do this for you, then I expect yeah. you to do this for me. and it it becomes as I scratch your back you scratch mine. Yeah. And that was not what it was meant to be. No. It's not about what you can gain from being in a government position. It's about yeah. what can you give. We need to keep to this, this country, country and to our people by yeah. being in a government position. Yeah. And
0: keep us safe. I yeah. mean, that was the big part of the federal government was to help keep us safe, fight any wars if need be, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, not taxes to where we had to pay for every stinking thing. Just to, just to breathe, be able to drink water. You got to yeah. pay all these federal taxes and all this regulation crap and blah, 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 blah.
1: Well, so, just here say. we are. But I can—I guarantee you this: I'll live yep. here before i live anywhere else. Yeah, you know. Oh, well, I don't want to go anywhere. No, I don't, don't want to go anywhere. But I want this place to be a good need place. To figure out. I to for my some, kids. So yeah. I got a grandson coming. You yeah. know, I don't want to. Pretty. I'm like, oh yeah. she's so nervous. Big. I'm, I'm nervous. Bring that
0: back up. You know, a lot of people think about the pregnant belly, and you think, oh, she's got like a basketball there. That was not a basketball. No, it's that is a beach ball. It's bigger than a basketball. Uh, it's a beach ball. She dropped it. She's sticking out yeah. there. You're going to could have a kid this week.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Whew. Wow. Yeah, with that I'm a little nervous. Yeah. And uh I'm going to go fill fill my drink. Go fill your drink and uh we'll talk later. Absolutely. Well, um
0: Tomorrow good for sure.
1: Well, we're going to drive to the same place tomorrow. I was, was going to go you with you yeah, and I bailed out on you. Know, yeah, that's I right. you'll have more leg room riding with those two. That's kind of the goal Comfort and, and, is always uh, a big yeah. thing. And I and I haven't spent a lot of one-on-one quality time with Brian yeah. and Brent, especially yeah. not together, so I I would, expect, I would expect it to be an interesting trip. You got to say the take least. a microphone. Yeah. I I should. You wouldn't be able to air anything.
0: You wouldn't be able to air. I won't even get a word in. Especially if Brian says. Yeah. Uh, All right, Troy. Well, you have a good night. Good Good week. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, let's talk to you all later. Yeah. Enjoy your family. Bye.
1: Bye.